everybody. Welcome to episode 31 of Bruisers Breakdowns and Beards. It is Sunday, April 18th, 2021. I am your host, Michael Reed. I'm Kevin WK. I'm Dallas Cade. Hi. That was really hot. Sorry. Wow, that I was say Mike just spiked way off. Yeah, really I was going to say. Yeah, Can't mess like with those I, levels. I, for the audio listeners that didn't see the visual, I, I built that up like Kane doing his fire on the <laughs> buckles. And then I just threw it down, and there it was. It was a little when, too much. I'm sorry. I, I'm honestly live, trying to get my energy up because, you know, I'm, I'm still tired after yesterday. Yesterday was a busy day. And just yeah. like Kane, like our audience's ears are just burning right now. Yeah. No uh, one was ready for that. No, no, like, you know, even when you see it live, you know it's coming. But as soon as you're, there's no way you're not jumping when his pyro goes off. Like, it's just like, such an explosion. You're just like holding your ears and your shirt yeah. up. You're like, no. For me, it's the heat blast that you just get that, that yeah. rush of heat. It's like, damn, really? I've never even, been close enough to feel that. You oh, don't have man. to be close, dude. You just have to be in the building. But that's, I've never felt that. I saw Iron Maiden once like that, and I thought my beard was going to get singed off. It was <laughs> it was at Sprint Center, now now the T-Mobile Center. But I it was cool because I got general admission, which was the most expensive ticket I ever paid for, but it's Iron Maiden, so it was worth it. But mm. you, I was just in Kansas City. People are just fucking, the Midwest in general, everyone's just like, oop, uh, sliding by there, oop. And I just fucking slid my way right to the front. Oop. Yeah. yeah. And like I was right there, I, I like I could have caught like a fucking pick from uh, Steve Harris, the bass player. But yeah, every time their pyro would go off, I'm like holding my beard. <laughs> I'm like, please don't take it. Although it'd be a hell of a way to go. Like that'd be like, where'd you get what happened to your beard? Iron Maiden, man. <laughs> I've only been to one concert story. at the T-Mobile Center and there was no pyro for that one. Man, I don't think I've been to a concert where there wasn't pyro. Like even well, Weezer, Weezer this, had fucking pyro. This this was stained in Creed, so. Oh yeah, mm. no. Was that it? Was that really yeah. like? I, there were free tickets, mind you. So I, was just, oh, I man. just I didn't they, invest in this. Were they mm. handing out Axe body spray at the door? <laughs> it was just Scott Stapp out, you know, out there outside the center. Just come to your show. With arms wide open. Right. <laughs> That's what yeah. it was. He was just standing out. Just he just had tickets in both hands. He's just like, Take I could picture the Westboro Baptist Church, like basically, like just there protesting the show, but not because of everything else, just because they hate Creed. <laughs> I haven't seen them protest Creed. I have seen them protest Kevin Smith a couple of times. They uh, protested Amy Grant and Vince Gill. That's the weirdest protest I've ever heard of. Like, who hates Amy Grant? What did she do to anyone? I don't know who Amy Grant is. Amy Grant was an old pop singer from like the early 90s, and she married yeah. a country star, Vince Gill. Super nice people, it would seem. I don't know. don't know who that is either. Yeah, exactly. Old, like yeah. a old generation country people. Y'all are dating yourselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah. I do on a weekly basis. Then. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Here I'm talking about Iron Maiden. I'm like, yeah, I saw him in 86 <laughs> at the Forum. <laughs> Heavy metal parking lot. Hey, man, Iron Maiden's that, still cool, though. That's the thing. Yeah, they are. They'll like, never like, not be cool. Like if you're going to talk about something that like, like its peak was, you know, decades ago, but it's still cool now. It's not that, you know, it's not like that big of a deal. But if you're going to go and mention somebody that like was a thing, but now, you know, people 40 years later have no idea who they were. Then it's like, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's dating yourself. That's like in, that's like in, uh, in 20 years, if I were to mention like, oh God. Little Uzi, <laughs> yeah, like uh, Little Uzi or uh, gee, who else? Uh, Fetty Wap. 
Fetty you know, Wap. Oh, like, come on. Fetty Wap will live forever. <laughs> no, that's the thing is he won't. And in 20 <laughs> years, when my children and their friends are like, who the hell is Fetty Wap? And I'm just going to be like, oh. There was a time. <laughs> Not my proudest time. <laughs> no. Hey, uh, guys. Hi. Where's our mania coverage? I. What happened there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, we I, watched we, mania? I didn't watch it. What did you we watch mania? About? No, I took a weekend uh, off. I was just, right. uh, you know. I know. It's crazy because I felt like we were all on that call and then we talked about it for two hours. We did. For the Beyond pod. Two hours. And then so, it it never, what what happened? So at, at the time of this recording, uh, KCPN is going through some, some transitions. Uh, and so if you haven't listened to, I mean, which honestly, if you're listening to this episode, hopefully you're able to catch the last episode. Otherwise, you're just sitting here wondering where we haven't had an episode for two weeks when we actually have. But we are going to, uh, they're transitioning feeds and stuff like that. So, by the uh, way, I, ju- I just want to clarify real quick that I, I knew all this. I, I just was trying to organically, seemingly get to that <laughs> so that we could just inform all of the people. So, did, were, did, just so you guys, I wasn't trying to be stupid or, uh, or a smart ass or anything. No, just, no, no. It was I, just spoiler the, hair metal, alert. the hair metal heartthrob didn't want to talk about, you know, Iron Maiden anymore. <laughs> I could spend a whole podcast talking about Iron Maiden. Back in '87, when I saw him open for Brian Adams. No, I'm not going down there. At the again. forum. At the again. forum. It's always yeah, at the forum. Went to the forum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the most generic name for something. The forum. But yeah, the pod for whatever reason, uh, because we spent two hours talking about Takeover yeah. and Mania, yeah. uh, we have had some conversations. Our, our podcast bosses were just like worn thin with that. <laughs> we were at the meeting and they just kind of looked at us with the, from like their peripheral. They were just like, "So, two hour pod, huh, guys?" Yeah. Like, talk less, assholes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Get the that room, was what fun Kevin boys. Was saying during yeah. the pod, right. It really I, was. It was. We'd put in our chat, and I said, "Who thought? Who could have seen this coming?" Kevin's like, "I fucking did." Yeah, <laughs> I was like anger typing and fucking in a car. He said, "I fucking told you guys." Yeah. So but nobody uh, wants to listen to Kevin. So if you if you haven't gotten to listen to our WrestleMania recap, that should be up uh, by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, give it. A, it was. It was a lot of fun for two hours. We actually blew through. It was. It was both. Well, NXT four days of and, events yeah. yeah four days and we spent like 30 minutes on each day which usually More we do some. like an hour on one day so i think we, we did say, pretty if we, good if, if we were able to and you know we probably should have thought of this uh <laughs> we had just done two pods in that one week to cover one for takeover and one who knew? for media who who'd have thunk it you know yeah, I, I know I, I, but I you know this is the this is exactly what i was talking about when i was like hey man we got to go through these growing pains because we live we, we learn we know, we know better so next year when we do this again we don't do it for two hours we just do a couple uh one hour bits yeah wait for the snyder cut four hours <laughs> yeah that's right four hours uh <laughs> It'll be condensed to a four by three ratio to respect the uh, artist integrity. We'll also have the Justice is Gray or whatever edition. <laughs> it's just going to be Dallas in like a black and gray t-shirt. <laughs> It'll be perfect. Compared to his Superman colored red and uh, or blue and red hoodie right now. So oh, no. Rock Chalk, son. There you go. <laughs> Fuck Superman. KU. Hey now, Superman's a Royals fan I and a it. Chiefs fan. No, I so said it. I, we res- I hate Superman. We respect Superman in this house. I, I, I 
can't do Superman. Superman's boring as shit to me. <laughs> they tried so oh, hard. They have tried for the last and got so decade. far. They have tried so hard for the last decade to make Superman like interesting, and it's just not. Like, I love Henry Cavill. He's a Chiefs fan. I gotta love him. He's also Geralt of Rivia. I gotta love him. But Superman as a character, and like it just it doesn't do it for me, man. I guess in the Dude, end it doesn't even matter. He's so mate. All right, Lincoln Park. <laughs> you know, Roman Reigns took his punch. That's how amazing he is. So give Superman his props. God damn it. God. See, you guys get mad at me water. for puns. You had to say that mid-swig. Well, really? <laughs> really? Just, I almost you know, it's just true. spat all over my 2011 Mac <laughs> and my microphone. Really, it's time to upgrade your... Yeah, man. <laughs> hey man you know we we That's... talked uh we were we were at this uh i mentioned it earlier but we were at this kcpn meeting the other day michael and i kevin unfortunately had yeah uh, his last minute plans kevin's too popular to hang out with the <laughs> autograph fans. signings and stuff but, uh, you know we uh, i signed 50 60 autographs nobody takes them but i signed yeah, it that's <laughs> that's all those flyers that you can find like you're so around funny you're so funny uh, but we, we met some of the other KCPM people and it was the first time I actually got to be in the same room with Gat and a lot of the other guys. So he did. He uh, met the pod that mother. was, I met the pod mother. It was, nice. it was glorious. And, uh, we, uh, talked a lot about the direction that KCPN's going in the direction that we want our show to go in. Um, and a lot of the things that they have lined up for the, uh, immediate and more distant future. So, mm. uh, the more we kind of get those things going, get the ball rolling a little bit uh you know things we could see a lot of things you know uh stepping up for our yep. show we can, we're gonna, so, we're gonna we're gonna pick things up including my sorely desperate need for an upgrade hopefully we will address that dallas <laughs> is using a computer from the hair metal era so we just need to get him upgraded <laughs> a little bit to something a little more modern that uh, is not outpaced by modern calculators. We'll get that. Wow. <laughs> that computer is just going to shut off and be petty now. I know he's right. You think you need me, huh? <laughs> yeah, the computer's like, all right, let's see how it is, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Alice has left the call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you'll you'll be seeing us trying out different stuff and making some changes here over the, the probably the coming weeks and months and uh printing up the video feed and hopefully the audio feed too. Hopefully we'll, you know, I'll sound a lot better than I, than I have been lately. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So just, you know, we'll keep you guys up to date as those things happen. And then of course, KCPN will make all sorts of announcements as well. So, um, with that, I think we'll, we'll get into some wrestling news this week. I think the biggest news was, was kind of really somber. Like, you know, coming out of last weekend, WrestleMania was so, it was relative was good it i mean the first so night good. was intense. much better than so expected good. and i think the second second night went all right had had its issues but it went all right mm -hmm. so, but there were you know, some highlights let's be there were, real there were highlights there, there were, were some yeah. really good things about there night were moments well. wrestlemania had its moments as as michael cole likes to tell everybody ah. this is a moment um uh, so yeah coming out of wrestlemania i think you know, even us, you know, who tend to not, not necessarily anti WWE, but we like try to be pro everything else. Uh, but still, you know, we we're giving WWE their props for doing some, some really good stuff and felt really good about, you know, where they're headed going forward. Uh, and then on, what was it? 
was was a Thursday. I think it was. Yeah. Thursday. Uh, A year to the day from the last big round of WWE firings, uh, WWE decided to do that again. Basically it's, you know, I I can't, I don't shitty anniversary timing. Yeah. But uh, just to run down the list here, and, and this was added to over the weekend, but, uh, you know, they, the, it was about a, I think we got like 10 people so far, uh, kind of even more, I don't know, both, uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. So the iconics, uh, Mickey James, Chelsea green, uh, Tucker <laughs> poor Tucker, uh, Kalisto, Wesley Blake, uh, Bo Dallas and Mojo Raleigh. And then kind of the, the, the biggest, marquee name was a uh, Samoa Joe um all which were... is funny because he hasn't wrestled a match in like a year right over a year well and Bo Dallas hasn't wrestled in like two years mm-hmm. uh, right but, not Bo, on TV. but Bo Dallas wasn't marquee <laughs> no he wasn't no he was just under the marquee yeah <laughs> he was behind the marquee right oh he was putting the letters up on the marquee no, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you guys didn't Bo leave enough man I, we didn't it was so he had to bow leave. Uh, I see you saw that meme as well. I did see that meme. That was a quality meme. That I don't want to make a joke out of a guy losing his job. I'm a yeah. dick. I'm a fucking asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> I Car- yeah, but it's karma. It's, it's, the, the, it's really weird how like exactly to the day of the last giant round of cuts, uh, and you know. It, Obviously, nobody can, you know, speak as to why, except for the company itself, because nobody else is in there. Nobody else is, nobody else knows how to run that place, um, except the people running it. Mm-hmm. And, but, but like, I guess the biggest uh, explanation that people are either assuming or postulating or spreading around on the interwebs is budget. Yeah. And that, I, oh. That I, I mean, like obviously that's going to rub a lot of people kind of the wrong way, considering this is this was kind of the the uh, the reasoning for last year's cuts, and it was projected to be and was WWE's most profitable year I think since going public, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Right. It was an incredibly popular year because of how much they weren't spending on. Uh, like how travel shows and, and like shows. Travel, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and a lot of stuff. So to see that they're doing that for a large portion of this year too, obviously mania withstanding. Um, it's kind it's a head scratcher. I don't know, but uh, I, I, I think I saw somebody say something along the lines. Of, I don't know where they got the quote from. I don't know who the quote is of, uh, but I saw a quote that I think they said was from somebody who was cut. And they said, well, if anything, this goes to show this is a business, not a family. And uh, that them's the breaks. That's the way it goes. And yeah. uh, it's it sucks for people to lose their jobs. You never want to see that happen. Um, and I I know that Twitter had a field day with like, you know, people talking about uh matches on the indies or uh different companies that these people can now go and there were a lot of wrestlers who tweeted stuff like you know you fucking marks these people just lost their job they don't care about wrestling someone they've never heard of and all that kind of shit yeah 
and it's it was just all just kind of gross um more gross behavior on twitter who'd have thought right yeah um but what what really sucks about these cuts is that you could see them coming you know yeah like if you like not that not that you would obviously hope for them or that you'd be like oh that guy's gonna get cut but it's it's because of the track record that has accumulated now over time especially with last year that like some of these guys you could see the writing on the wall like bo dallas i didn't even know was still there um yeah no and that's not that's no offense to him that's not that's not a that's not a him thing that's you know um Kalisto, they hadn't done anything within years mm-hmm. uh i mean as soon as they broke up heavy machinery you had to know that tucker was on borrowed time yeah uh yep it, it and that's just an unfortunate circumstance um samoa joe couldn't get cleared i think uh so it made sense that they were probably going to cut him um, his commentary though was fucking but his commentary great. was really good and there was so much value there even if it did take him a while to get healthy again because of how good he is and how much everybody loves him mm-hmm. it yeah you know that one just stinks and yeah. uh same with the iconics who mm-hmm. it was like well what are you going to do now you split them up they were like a great yeah. natural uh cohesive tag team for your shallow women's tag division yeah and you split them up and for no reason and then you did nothing with them and then billy Kay and peyton royce both individually made efforts to organically get over and uh just you know to get something going and they were doing that and then right after mania which billy Kay was on they get cut yeah that's that's a freaking bummer mm-hmm. um, and chelsea green they never did anything with so that's a huge no and, and i mean she her, was injured she was injured quite yeah. a bit um but i mean again she was somebody you also see and it's not entirely fair i'm not saying but you do see a lot of times when when there's like a wrestling couple and one of the members of the couple is like released it's not far behind that the other one you know gets released in her case, why is, why is uh why is Lana still around then? I well, but that's what I'm saying. Like I don't, she's kind of an exception to the rule, but I don't know how much longer she's gonna be there either. Like, and you know, it's like, yeah, you know, I don't I mean, know if don't everybody's know. on one year contracts or not. If but if you're I mean, gonna if you're gonna talk about like who you're gonna use on your wrestling show, I would think that you're gonna get much better product out of somebody like Chelsea Green than you are somebody who came in not a wrestler like lana yeah I, and that's no offense to lana's no you know it's not, no, she's came she's came leaps and bounds from when she, she started. has yeah uh, but she's getting better like but I, I anybody who's seen stuff that chelsea green has done even before wwe mm-hmm. like she's really good really good so to have gotten her and then you know not stick through the injuries that she kept kind of unfortunately uh, uh, encountering and then to just let her go and not get any of that upside that's you know yeah it's all yeah. unfortunate and it's uh, you know another part that, that was was mentioned and not that it should matter but you know, the idea that some of these people were were higher salary individuals and that they let them go 
and then they just hire up a bunch of new people for like less money basically and just spread that money out um you know which i i, I don't know i guess i if, i've always in in any facet i've always believed like you just keep the talented people around you just find a way you know obviously you know everybody that's listed here hasn't most of them haven't been on tv in a while um mickey james i kind of thought was more of like a free agent anyways like she was only coming like per appearance or something but mm-hmm. you know there was it's like they sign people they do something with them and then they move on to the next storyline and then this person's just kind of left sitting there doing nothing you know yeah. you know mickey james when they brought her back she was in that uh you know was in storylines with like becky lynch there for a little bit and but it's like then she disappeared um you know the the iconics how can you not I guess my question is, is, is you're sitting there, you have the Iconics and you who were over, way over. People yeah. love them. Mm-hmm. Even as just comedic heels, like people love them yep. and you couldn't do anything with them. Like there's, you know, I, 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 I think Vince. back to, I think back to that segment a couple of weeks ago where Ms. and Morrison were doing like the dance number and the music video and I look at that as time that could have been a match. Like th- that's, that's the stuff about WWE that bugs me is that there's, yeah. it's like, they're trying, ultimately they're producing a TV show with wrestling content. They're not producing a wrestling show, but that's and kind of the direction that they've wanted to they, go. In yeah. They, really they've gone yeah. for a while. Yeah. No, they will have I, that when your main producer is a fucking uh, Emmy winning or like a soap opera creator. Right. So it's, it's just frustrating, but they're, I mean, again, all all the all the women that were just listed there, the, you know, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, and Chelsea Green are all, you know, talented actors in their own right outside of their wrestling capability. They're great wrestlers too, mm-hmm. and you know, Billy Kay's not the most technical wrestler, but that's not what you're asking out of her. She's an amazing comedic wrestler. She is, and how She's many hilarious. like memorable moments? Yeah, and like right. you know that you gotta be joking me, you know, and right. shit like that, and the hey Kayla, hey, Kayla. You know, no. shit like that. And it was, so, you're right. I and mean, once again, like Mizdow, like Zack Ryder, like everybody who gets themselves over organically, basically yeah, WWE is like, not our way, you're out. And it's it's funny, you know, we we complain about the writers a lot, but I have seen a couple former WWE writers who are like, who have tweeted out like, hey, it's not us. Like, I'm sure there, it's not. There are people we want to write for that we're specifically told not to write for. Mm-hmm. so it's it's like even wrestlers in wwe can get kind of blacklisted in their own you know organization which, is which just, doesn't make any sense no I, well I it's because there's they want to hold on to competition or they want to hold on to people so they don't go to anywhere else i guess that's the whole independent and, contracting bullshit that really needs right? to change and then the sad part of that is like they can't all go to aew like no, aew can't just no. be a, a catch-all for WWE talent and, but it, and AEW's starting to get yeah. bloated bloated yeah. roster syndrome as it is so that's why they have evolution that's why they have like all those like AEW darks and everything like that because they're doing like 20 30 matches a week between all three shows like mm-hmm. if yeah. yeah they've got an unbelievably stacked roster they're I mean at this point they're doing what you know like other they're they're building their own you know, like their own training center, they're doing their own like WWE performance center, like at this point. So it's, you're, you're having these two main companies. So yeah, you're right. But they can only hold so much 
it's going to have to be impact or it's going to have to be another place that rises up ring of honor is going to, if they want to even get bigger than they are, you know, I, I do think AEW has some room in their women's division, although it is starting to get, especially if they've been borrowing from, you know, Japan. Um, Yeah. And NWA, like there's, there's room and hell NWA, you know, uh, Billy Corgan is, is kind of talking about them coming back. So you know, there's yeah, there's they started power. Doing their, uh, yeah, power's back. Doing power yeah. again. But I mean, you know, you're I, like, I think I was a couple of weeks ago, Sean Spears had tweeted something out. It's like just it's same, same situation, different three letters or something like that. Uh, you know, talking about not getting any screen time. So, you know, I, I get it. There's only so many spots, but I just, I don't know. I, I guess I don't. I don't understand how you can have that much talent and not make room to use it. Yeah. Um, especially when it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. I think it's, but, uh, I mean, they have so many, they have so much different talent and they have to find a way to kind of showcase everyone, but it comes to that point. You're right. Everyone's getting bloated with the rosters. Cause this is like, once again, this reminds me of like in the nineties when musically, when everyone all of a sudden started picking up punk bands and grunge bands and ska bands all around the same time where all everyone that was an indie band that was, that was together for longer than a year was basically getting signed to a major label. And I feel like this, this time right now, this is happening for wrestlers. If, if they've had any kind of indie buzz at this point, NXT is looking at them or AEW and it's like, it's cool, which is amazing. It's great opportunities for these young folks, but I feel like it's getting to that point where it, they're these companies are snatching them up just to hold on to them instead exactly. of letting they don't them know what they're doing. They don't know what they're signing. Yeah. Uh, so, it, and that's, that's a problem they've had for years. Um, and uh, I mean, the more wrestlers that get paid, the better the business right. is. Right. Um, but you don't, yeah, the, but this is part of the problem when you, sign as many wrestlers as you can is yeah. that you only have so many spots on the show. You only have so many minutes on your show. Uh, and you know, you're trying to tell so many stories. You're trying to keep, uh, you're trying to keep your viewers. So you don't want to just do a show full of people they've never seen before because then they have no investment. Yeah. Um, and there's, then there's so many other things that I, I, I can't even think of uh, because all of that is the one ginormous package that is a weekly nationally televised wrestling show, mm-hmm. um, internationally televised shoot. Yeah. You know, so it, it just kind of is one of the unfortunate, uh, situations that comes with the business, I guess, is yeah. that sometimes, talented people got to get let go but yeah uh make no bones about it that doesn't mean that they're not going to get opportunities in other places and that they're not still going to make some money will it be as much money as they were making in wwe probably not i don't know but we'll see no but they they are you know those that choose to go back to the indies are a bigger name now so they can ask for a little more than probably what they were getting beforehand also their independent merch sales could probably outdo what uh Damn deals right. deals so many, they can all throw up, you know 
That's a good point. Merch wrestling tees, they have them them. overnight. You know, like a lot of these wrestlers that got let go already have uh, alternate names. It seems like they, you know, at least had stuff ready for them. And some of them are going by their shoot names, but they're also opening up pro wrestling tee stores and other stores like that. So it's a good way of kind of, especially with this 90 day, no compete clause, probably the best way to support them until then. Yeah. And I, I already saw, you know, uh, like Peyton Royce tweeted out a picture wearing a Brody Lee t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, you know, got some people wondering, um, you know, Tucker, I think put out a like an Instagram video about how he's, you know, free and, and ready to take his next step. So, um, you know, I, 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 people trying to joke, like, you know, scream for Samoa Joe to wrestle. I don't think Samoa Joe's making an indie run of any sort, but, no. uh, I don't know. Like he's the fastest one that I could see on eight. I feel like he would go to ring of honor. He'd go back to ROH faster. And I think he would mm-hmm. do anything else. Or just because he has maybe. history there. Maybe or impact. impact. I'm thinking, yeah, impact um, or ring of honor. But yeah, yeah. Cause I think Joe's kind of at the point in where, and maybe he's not, maybe he just wants to go and wrestle as many matches as he can. Um, but Joe's obviously the one that everybody talks about. I'd say more because he's got such a history. He's got yep. such a proven track record um, to where wherever he goes, he's going to draw um, and people are going to want to watch him wherever he goes. So him and, and, and it, that's if he decides he wants to start, you know, uh, wrestling full time again because maybe he comes back and he's on a part time schedule and he doesn't wrestle yeah. as often. That's because that's he's I older and more hurt. That's I mean, that's, you know, if if I was him, that's probably what I would consider, um, because that, you know, if you don't overstay your welcome or you don't, you know, play the same hits too many times then nobody gets tired of them, you right. know. Um, but I mean, yeah, the rest of the, the, uh, the large majority of the guys that got cut, they're, you know, still in their primes. They're still they're at a point now where either they can now go to the indies and be bigger there than they ever were before, or it's their first time on the indies. So they can like really just go all out with their original creative ideas. Um, You know, you guys mentioned merch and how big of a thing that is uh, outside of WWE. Um, There's a lot of, there's a lot of ways uh, independently that you can make money in wrestling. Uh, So they you know this it's kind of like they all have a clean slate they all have a very vast opportunity to just do whatever it is they really want to do mm-hmm. um which you know power to them i hope that they figure it out and i hope they find something that works for them that they're happy with and that uh, they find success with whatever success uh looks like in their minds so yeah. guess what they have access to now twitch Cameo, OnlyFans, <laughs> Patreon. You've got it all now. The world is That's your true. oyster. That's I mean, true. like, seriously, you don't have to adhere to that bullshit WWE uh, social media rule. You can actually make money on your own terms again. <laughs> you You're see, back to you... being an actual independent contractor, like your fucking contract said it would be. Basically, if you look up any WWE superstar on Cameo, it's a minimum $250. It's ridiculous. It's insane. Like, I saw that you know, Cameo had recently announced that specific collaboration with wwe and then you look at their their Mm. wwe page and it's just 
Hmm. Man, it's heinous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I you know, uh I think Chelsea Green is probably one of the more likely ones to get she was on the indies before so like she could do another indie run yeah if she um, wants to or she's she getting to. signed immediately and it looks right. like she's going back to her old gimmick too which is awesome the uh, yeah yeah there's there's no way she's, that I think a company that of doesn't options. offer her a contract there's uh, no way she doesn't get offers right billy Same Kay, with the iconics yeah yeah mm-hmm. i know uh st louis anarchy's matt jackson was losing his mind about billy k so, I would uh, love to see them if they in bring the, the Iconics. I, 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 I just don't know. Them. I think Peyton's going to get signed, but I, I do see Billy Kay. If, but they're also, they're both from Australia. So I don't know if maybe they just want to go home for a bit. Yeah. Like I, I, I certainly hope there's a chance to see them before they go back, but mm-hmm. you know, they've, they've got, uh, you know, they may, they may just go home for a little bit. Uh, Mojo Raleigh has already said he's got something to announce like next month. Uh, oh, everybody's got something, brother. Get hyped! Right. It's uh, about it's about how you uh, whether yeah, don't don't jinx yourself though. That's one of the big yeah, things that uh, exactly. I know Punk always tweets about. He's like, yeah, I never I never hype up anything I'm working on because then I jinx it and it never happens. So right. yep, yep. When people find out about it, it's just like, oh, you're doing this. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, By the yeah. way, speaking of punk, I love the exchange between uh, CM Punk and J- Samoa Joe that day. I know they're playing the shit out of this, aren't they? <laughs> no, well, no, no. They started off. It was CM Punk tweeting at Samoa Joe the Chappelle Show uh, gif of it was Rick James like grinding his boots into Eddie Murphy's couch, and he's basically saying "fuck your couch." Mm-hmm. And then uh, Samoa Joe replied with one of the quotes and said, they never should have gave me money or the WWE never should have gave me any money or something like that. Yeah. And it was perfect. Just like, especially the, the relationship between CM Punk and Samoa Joe pretty much over the last 25 years, probably they've been, For you real. know, it's, it's like, it seems like that's one of the best friendships you would think in wrestling. So it's funny to see that interaction because they both kind of got, I mean, they both really did get fucked by the WWE. So yeah. it's really yeah, it's great to As, see that. That's what I saw a lot on Twitter this weekend was was reminiscing back to Great Balls of Fire, uh, Samojo, you know, having that shot at Brock Lesnar uh, mm-hmm. and not not winning. And that, it, was, it was just a lot of sentiment of like Samojo should have won there. Yep. It is pretty crazy he did not get a, t- you know, a, a title run on the main roster. He did get the NXT title. You'd like to think that he would have if he hadn't gotten hurt as often, though. Mm-hmm. Because the best avail the best ability is availability. availability. I know. I, I, yeah. Like, and and they knew. Like, I, I feel like they somebody in there had to have known how much of a value they had when they had Joe, um, be, and it a large part probably because of the stuff with Brock and how believable he was to a foil like Brock. Yeah. You know, um, so like they had to know on some level, like, dude, this guy's like he could be serious world championship you know um and they they and who knows that might have happened somewhere uh had he not kept getting hurt in freak ways on commercial shoots or you know like yeah just one thing after another and it was very reminiscent to me of uh how macho man ended his wwf run where he was on commentary for a while he wanted to wrestle uh, I mean, granted, that was a little different. They were trying to transition to a younger roster. Yeah, they were trying to put the old guys out the pasture, basically. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and then hey, he Joe's, went to WCW Joe's and kind of up there. for another decade. He's like 40, 40, 
40 he's got to be like 41 at least 42. early 40s yeah i, I feel like early Cause i 40s. think punk's like 42 43 so yeah i don't know like, i we mm. we just learned this weekend that bobby lashley's 44 so and he looks like a greek god god bobby no, lashley 40, does not age he's 42 isn't he no, whatever he is, is 44 he's he 44. looks like he, he stopped aging at 24 at the, uh, the <laughs> we did have that discussion yeah. dude yeah, hit like 28 like that, and just so. stayed that way because like i remember right. like i said when bobby lashley the old smackdown days i remember seeing bobby lashley and he looks exactly like the bobby lashley of today exactly. like no. dude that dude has just stayed in shape and good on him man like he's it's a just, freak yeah so, you know yeah i certainly wish everybody that was released you know the best of luck finding work and yeah Seriously. some of them will make indie runs um but uh some of them will be on tv i would certainly i would I, I would like to see chelsea green do another indie run but yeah like you said i'm pretty sure she's just gonna have her pick of where she wants to sign yeah um you know and then yeah billy Kay and Peyton royce i i hope for a chance to see them before they go back to australia yeah um, and on on the flip of the coin to this Besides this making us, I mean, at least making me sad and all that stuff, it really makes me angry about the people that they did keep. So we've, and this has been right. controversial too, because one name immediately came up when they were talking about firings and that was Velvet, uh, Velveteen Dream, yeah. which has been over the last year and a half. He's been off TV because he's been, uh, he's been pretty much outed at this point, but I don't know. I mean, it's all still alleged. So, you know, obviously I don't want to say anything out of turn, but the dude's a creep. The dude's a yeah. fucking creep and he was grooming or allegedly allegedly using my letter Kenny there uh, grooming mm-hmm. uh, young boys to kind of just do stuff that young boys shouldn't do. And it's just it's fucked up that the WWE started their own like internal investigation or whatever, like a year and a half ago. And that dude still gets paid and he's still yeah. on the fucking roster. And then you have other people like that on the roster. I'm not going to I mean, people know the n- names and everything, but Velveteen Dream is immediately like fucking like number one if you're gonna get rid of somebody that's someone who fucking deserves to be put on that fucking Nick, well, like, at least you could have put in all of well, the guys is... you cut on tv <laughs> yeah you can't put him on tv you no. can't right. get your money's back you can't Nobody's, get your money's yeah. worth back with him unless you're gonna do it in this time when it's a thunderdome when no one can fucking boo him when they could just channel in wwe 2k19's fucking don't you think, crowd don't you volume they would have done that then they, they probably just because they know they're going to get hate on it's going to it's going to open it's going to reopen the wound they're basically holding on to him until everyone forgets because everyone in the wwe fucking well, gets mad at five minutes and forgets about it 10 minutes later yeah but if if, if the internet's taught us anything it's like the internet never forgets like yeah. it's hold minute, on to and it. I've, yeah. I've seen it he when he came back from injury for a brief little bit there uh was that before the pandemic or was that early was that middle that was early pandemic it was early early in the pandemic you know like it it kicked right back up like all the uh crap about him being there kicked up so Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know um and and then it's it's unfortunate for the people that just signed with the company they were like i know ty valkyrie was people were giving her shit on twitter it's like she it's not her fault she can't do anything about it yeah um you know and that's everybody has their own journey i i think that's the the thing if if you want to sign with wwe you know a little bit of of what you might be walking into um there's there are people that are just paid to sit on the bench especially if your husband or wife is working there like right. what yeah as you you know, idea. they don't know <laughs> right uh and it's also like there's so many just misconceptions like people just want to blame wwe for every little thing like 
uh like i you know we, like i saw a bunch of people tweeting at ty valkyrie about her name sucks or whatever and she and they were like they gave you such a shitty name she was like i picked my name thanks yeah <laughs> and i love that like, every dude, indie wrestler on. came out of the woodworks and they were like yeah no if she you we like you hear that name and you know it's taya like they're, they're like that's a very taya name yeah. like you know like everyone was pretty I, much yeah i i can't believe people have a problem with the name i, I what was it frankie I what? valkyrie's a cool name but frankie at the monet. same time monet she, uh, okay yeah she gets that's, to keep it when she sense. when she leaves wwe she can just go back to being taya valkyrie yeah exactly right. exactly yeah and it <sighs> And it, it's just so it doesn't make sense to me how people think that because you work for WWE, that means you just don't you're not a person anymore and that they own you and they make every single decision for you. Like, no, you're going to have some level of input, at least at the beginning, however minimal, you know, Twitter thinks it is. You have some kind of an input. You know what I mean? Like. Obviously, Killer Cross couldn't come in being Killer Cross because they don't want to put the word killer on a on yeah. a program yeah. that they try to aim towards children. Mm-hmm. So he came up with the name Karrion Cross. And as much as some people may have hated it at the time, he's the undefeated NXT champion right now. So I don't think he gives a shit what you think of his name. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know, man. Well, also just, with that, I, it's it, just like, yeah, you got to have those names and everything like that. But you're right. The, the ownership and you i mean you think if i mean i don't understand you people think the wwe is going to make decisions for him because think of it this way why would they want to hire somebody and do everything for them as opposed to let them be their at least in nxt show them your creative side and show them what you're capable of so give them a name give them a backstory and they'll try to run with it and they'll try to like maybe tailor it to better suit nxt's needs but if you're going in there, I couldn't imagine it's like going into a job interview with no experience, you know, or you just be like, oh, yeah, you know, I, th- I figured you would hey, just teach me on the job for. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, hey, I, just, I got my managing jobs. But, uh, you know, but in that way of saying, you know, you know but like hiring, with, especially working a creative position, you would have to have creativity. And you would I, I would assume they yeah. wouldn't just immediately just gave you a name tag and go here. This is you and stamp it on you. You know, like it's got to right. be something they work together with. Now, to, to slightly play devil's advocate, I will say most of those people get hired and they immediately get a picture taken wearing a shirt that says property of WWE. So it <laughs> that is, is really like, weird. You know, it's like, eh. Um, but, but yeah. Do they have like, to give those shirts back after they leave? Yeah, yeah. It's, you, can't, you can't take that with you. That's, that's Yeah, that's property. You have to actually leave it at the at it's, the performance like center every badge. time you leave. Yeah, you have to leave it at the performance you just, center. You just wear it for the picture, and then you yes. go back. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's the same one, too. They just have to keep switching them out. Right. <laughs> they have one for, like, each size, and it's like, oh, well, no, no. This one, this one, this one. All right, take them back. It's being so, used. It's... I don't know. You're, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Like it's, it's hard to justify. Although, you know, the killer thing, I mean, Randy Orton, they always call him the legend killer. So I don't know how they well did. That, he's he, what's he the legend Not anymore. The now legend Viper, beater now, bro. the legend beater, the legend defeater. The, yeah. The legend defeater. The legend unaliver. Unaliver. The, unaliver. Nice. Uh. So it's. <laughs> damn it. So it, it, you know, I see both sides of it. Like, I think there are, you know, you're right. There are some people that you're released. It's like, because I, I think I think it was Sean Ross Sapp, who maybe who made the point. No, maybe not him. I don't want to. I don't want to credit him incorrectly. Somebody made the point that uh, 
you know, how many of the people that get released from WWE end up becoming, you know, like headliner stars elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And like they, you know, I think Rusev was somebody we thought, but even in in AEW, he's kind of in the mid card. Yeah. You know, he's not getting a main. Well, it's not all said and done yet. But, and that's true too. Like, it, I mean. Because Moxley, I, I think, as soon as Moxley got out. That's a very was, valid point. Yeah. He was Mox, he was on G1, top. U.S. champ. Uh, he was all over the place. And that's then very true. he went to so AEW, right into a feud with Omega, wins the title off Jericho, goes back to the feud with Omega. And, you know, like he's, he's, he set the tone. Now that's the run everybody expects when they get out of WWE to go to AEW. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's John Moxley ain't. I don't think he that's something to replicate. Expect, no, it's that's not like I'm the standard. Snarky. That's yeah. like if, hey, if you're going to come out here, you know, that's that's kind of what you want to aim for. Um, right. And I don't know if it was, you know, for him, if it was just a matter of like everything lined up right or uh, just, you know, making good decisions or just happenstance or whatever um but not everybody's gonna get that you know like uh it not everybody can go to japan for a month in one of the biggest wrestling tournaments in the world and put on killer match after killer match and really just elevate their stock from the jump uh especially because you know in that tournament they don't they don't have women in new japan so it for for those women that just got released that seem to be like some of the biggest um most promising you know talent you can put on a tv screen uh you know in terms of like long-term investment for your product uh you know they kind of have to pick choose pick and choose their spots wisely um but it's you know it's a little bit of everything it's a little bit of right place right time uh you know doing the things that will, you know, get you attention and get people talking about you so that you've got that buzz, that relevancy, um, you know, making people want to see you and then being in a place where the people, uh, people in charge or the powers that be or whoever uh, recognize that and then capitalize on it in the right way. So that's, it's a lot of things that all got to package into that one because, you know, the, the way people talk about certain wrestlers, it's like, oh, everybody should be world champion. Well, there's a reason not everybody can be world champion. Yeah. There's a reason mm-hmm. that being world champion is such a, uh, you know, high. It's it's so uh, such a desirable position and such a desirable status. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be if just everybody did it. Right. Right. It would devalue it. Yep. Right. It's just one of those things, man. So, so it's it's unfortunate, but I I do think most of those folks will land on their feet. Yeah, for sure. We hope and, they and we hope they all do. Really. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's so, a shitty situation. Even if it's not in. in the business, even if it's not in wrestling, even if it's yeah. you know, or or even if it's not in the same capacity as they filled in WWE. Uh, Make your money. Get your social it, media. Just, do what you yeah. got to do. Make yourself happy. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Make yourself happy at the end of the day, because that, that's uh. you are the one who matters. I don't mean to sound cheesy, but that's for real. <laughs> That's some real talk. Making making me believe. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Well, all right. Um, yeah, I think really that was about it this week. You just that unalived was, all of our heat, brother. I that did. Whole segment just. I'll <laughs> <laughs> do. Uh, you know, Raw, Raw, and SmackDown both went back to the Thunderdome. Uh, and uh, then they moved the Thunderdome. They moved the Thunder. I mean, back in the Thunderdome, not where the Thunderdome. Yeah, right, 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 right. Move yeah. in a Thunderdome. Yeah, 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 yeah. one of <laughs> one of the numerous Thunderdomes stay, stationed around Florida. Yeah. Uh, 
which is Florida. But, so, you know, they had some before even the WWE existed. Right. Probably. So, um, yeah. So I think things are kind of going. There wasn't like the, the raw after mania, obviously, because there weren't crowds. It wasn't a huge thing. Uh, the SmackDown after mania. Not to wasn't. mention that the raw after mania was a complete dud. It yes. really was. It was really Everyone bad. they expected yeah. to come back was like somebody like it was like the wish version. <laughs> oh, <so. laughs> Especially like as soon as they noticed Samoa Joe was off a of commentary, everyone's like, here we go. Samoa Joe's going to make a return. You know, that was another thing. They they brought on. Um, oh, God, his name escapes me at the moment. It was a guy from ESPN, um, you know, is on the commentary team now. And it, it somebody pointed out it's really weird that WWE spent like the last decade or so cultivating all these announcers through basically kind of through NXT, like building in their own in-house announcing crew. And now they're just going and getting outside talent outsourcing. Yeah, that one was weird. Yeah. So that's like what relevancy pal. Yeah, I guess I turned on hey, sports center one night good, and saw him on Pat there. McAfee was a good pick though. I did hear Pat McAfee. Pat, Pat McAfee's McAfee fantastic. Was a solid choice. Uh, and then SmackDown did way better than raw as usual nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, the the mass cuts is a bit of a downer on the week after Mania, but we're still in a wait and see period, I think, in terms of like the big picture, uh, because more, you know, we've uh, it's starting to become a really tired saying, but we're not out of the woods yet, you know, yeah, sure. uh, so there's still there's still a bit of a ways to go, but s- slowly but surely uh, we're progressing towards that end goal um so once we get closer and it starts to become more and more of a reality uh we'll see we'll see how that shakes up the landscape of professional wrestling mm-hmm. we just gotta be like that dude that got one moderna shot and then one pfizer shot we just need to cross the streams <laughs> it's gonna be great i will well, be immortal yeah exactly we will all be i have the power <laughs> so Oh, you're, you're talking about dating yourself. Fuck off. I was the kid. I, I yeah, was, <laughs> yeah, you're dropping the He-Man reference? Come on, bro. Come on. I never watched one second of He-Man either. Fuck off. That's yeah. a good cartoon. That's a great cartoon. I grew up on that shit. I, I had so many I, I'm, not, I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying that I've never watched I know. it. I know, the, uh, I know the quote. There's no reason you it. should, really. I mean, it's not really. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of. It's not like it's, I'm going back and watching Howdy Doody or something. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, I, I know I know what it is. I know the quote. That's it. That's all I need. I mean, there's some dank memes out for Skeletor these days, so I'd say oh, that's yeah. what lives on. Yeah. Heidi knows all about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, man, soon, I don't know. Are we going to talk about that or am I You know, didn't we have this discussion about, like, announcing uh, interviews ahead of time? And oh, I yeah, we did. So we probably. Like, hey, I really don't want to do that because then if something happens, kind of like this week where something happened, uh, no fault of their own. It's just <laughs> life happened, and, and yeah. I guess couldn't. We'll get it in there. Interview. We'll get it in there. Yeah. So uh, I would, I would say, you know, hopefully we'll have a returning guest here pretty shortly if all things pan out. Yes. Now you, you probably jinxed it. So. Yes, I do we'll, that. We're we're just gonna have to hope for more releases to talk about next. Week. We're just gonna have to check with them every the day <laughs> to make sure they're still good. We're like, how about Is today? Everything okay? Or, yeah, I gotta be really insecure about do it. Do our twenty-four hour check-ins with them. <laughs> That'll go over. So uh I think with that, fellas, any parting thoughts before we get out of here? Take care of each other. Uh, you know, we uh we're we're not out of the woods yet. Get your shots. Uh if you've gotten your first or second. I just talked about how tired that and then you go and say it. You gotta just, push it, man. 
no we're not we're not fully vaccinated yet i know we 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 were coming out of our meeting yesterday and uh at the back of taps and and dal saw the the seating area and taps and and like not a mask to be seen uh, around there which i mean i get it you're sitting down you're eating drinking and stuff but yeah it was it's just you feel like it was a very uh populated room it was a busy bar. I looked at really I looked there. at Mike and I said, "You'd never know by walking in here that we were in a pandemic." Right, right. Uh, and that's why I said we're and, not out of the woods yet. It's not yeah. not to throw. I'm not. Yeah, that's not not to throw shade or anything, isn't it? No, it's, no, no. Everybody was wearing them. There was in, a lot of people out of though. On, yeah, on a Saturday afternoon. It was a pretty. I mean, but despite the weather, it was pretty nice though. It was a good weekend. Yeah, and then we're gonna get freaking snow this snow, week. Yeah, I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah, one last one last one last kick in the kick in the virtual butt for snow. Um, April always does that, you know. April teases us, and it's like, oh, here comes spring, and then no, you get more snow. You yeah. sex of shit. What do you think this is? You're in the Midwest. Yeah, right. No escaping the snow. There's yeah. no, and then next month it's gonna turn ninety degrees out of nowhere, and then stay yep. that way until. October 1st. Ridiculous. It really, no, literally, like, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how it goes. I'm telling you, you don't even need to be a weatherman. You don't need, I don't even know why we have weathermen in the Midwest. We are our own. We know what's, what's happening. <laughs> we, the weather is so predictive at this point. We know what we're getting. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, totally. But we still need Gary Lezak to show up, though, because he's Gary Lezak. He's our right. local KC weatherman. It's uh, predictably unpredictable. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, with that, bye everybody. We've done, the, we've done the extended Midwest. Uh, say goodbye. Yeah, we've, we've made always. Way, so. Fucking. <laughs> so now that we've now that we've done that, we should probably actually close so that we right. Can, uh, yeah, we, let these people so, get on with their lives, folks. Thank you so much for for tuning in, listening to us this week. We appreciate you bearing with us. Uh, like we said, changes are coming, so look forward to uh, being able to announce more uh, from KCPN here shortly. So uh, we're and we're excited to kind of see where everything goes. So. Uh, Thank you. Have a great week and later nerds.